This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com. Welcome to All the Social Ladies with CEO of Likeable Media, Carrie Kerpin. Now, Carrie Kerpin. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of All the Social Ladies. This week, I'm excited to talk to Melinda Petro, who's the Senior Director of Brand Strategy for the Fandango Digital Movie Network. You're going to learn a ton from her, including how to stay at a company for 10 years from the start of your career and navigate through to get to a really great position and keep enjoying your job throughout lots of change. You're also going to hear a lot of interesting things about how a company navigates through social media when they're growing and changing and all of it. It's really great interview. Take a listen. Welcome Melinda to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. And as you know, I am a big Fandango fan. And so I would love to talk to you before we talk about Fandango. I want to talk to you a little bit about you and the story of how you got to where you are today. Tell me a little bit of your career story. Start from the beginning. I'll go way back. Um, way back. Yeah, I think like a lot of people, I, I kind of, um, I, I fell into this path um, and it ended up being a, a perfect fit for kind of my interests and my passions in life. But, um, you know, during my college years, I, I wanted to work in entertainment. Um, I didn't know exactly how I was going to get there or kind of how that would manifest. But I did, uh, you know, local radio stations through the college. I did TV station, um, really tried to gather as much experience as I could to kind of, you know, figure out the right path. Um, while pursuing um, my degree in cultural anthropology um, and kind of looking back, it's, it's funny how all of those things really work together um, to get into the role of marketing. And when I graduated, I ended up at a, a recruitment ad agency and I knew pretty quickly that that was not exactly the path I wanted to go down, but I really wanted to, um, you know, stay more on the entertainment side, but kind of expand. And so I, I ended up just kind of quitting, um, took a leap of faith and reached out to an agency, um, a placement agency. And I thought, you know, I'm still very, you know, fresh out of college, really, you know, really green, but um, very, very interested in the industry. And so through this agency, I said, let me just, you know, try out a couple of places and see what's a good fit. And I ended up getting placed. My very first um, job was with Sendango, actually working at the front desk. And it was a, you know, still very small company. Um, and I, I kind of was working on marketing projects, um, also PR. And they realized what my interests were and my background. And I, you know, I approached them and said, hey, you know, can, can I come and work full time in the marketing group? And they kind of created this position for me. Um, and it's been uh, uphill and exciting ever, <laughs> ever since. That is wild. So you just got, you wanted a career. This, what I love is just the total serendipity of the story. I mean, you wanted a career in entertainment. 
you ended up leaving the uh, recruitment agency. Then you get placed at Fandango working at the front desk. I can't think of a better opportunity. So how did you navigate? Did you make it clear to them that these were the areas you wanted to work on? Did you have to push to get through or was it something that was kind of more collaborative? I think it was, you know, it was a little bit collaborative, but it was also, um, you know, you could do a little bit of the self-promotion. And yeah. I always, wherever I go, I, you know, I really try to um, find people that I love. I love what they're doing. I'm inspired by their work, and I feel like I can really learn a lot from them. And I was fortunate enough when I got into San Diego and the, the projects that I was working on, I started to realize, wow, there's a lot of amazing things happening here and a lot of amazing people. And I, you know, I just took the time to sit down and say, Hey, you know, here's what I'm interested in. Um, you know, do you think there's a place for me? How can I, you know, how can I get there? Um, and are you willing to basically take, you know, take a chance? And thankfully everyone was very open. And I, I did have, you know, the background um, coming from you know, my college days of the, the various things that I was working on. Um, so that obviously helped as well, but you know, they saw that passion and that drive and, they were really willing to to work with me. So it, 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 it was an amazing kind of series of events. And here I am. And so how many years have you been at Fandango now? It's coming up on 10 years. Wow. And you're currently the senior director of brand strategy. I am. Yeah. And, I, you know, the company's really evolved. And so when I, you know, when I first started, it was one brand. We were still privately held. And then uh, shortly after that, we were acquired by Comcast. Um, shortly after that, we were acquired by NBC Universal, and now over the years, you know, we've acquired additional brands, and it's it's kind of morphed into this really interesting kind of position in the marketplace. Um, so the this role of brand strategy is a new role here, and it's um it's it's been very fun to kind of dive into it and see you know where where we can take it outside of where we started, which was just kind of that ticketing utility. Um, it's so much more than that these days. So talk to me about, you know, it's very interesting. So you've been there 10 years, which is for today's day and age, it's a long time to be at a company and you've navigated through a lot of change. I mean, you just talked about all of the changes that went through. Talk to me about that experience about starting. How many people were there when you started? It was probably pretty small. It was like startup. -y. It was. It, yeah, very much so. I think, yeah, I think there was around 65 people at the most, um, you know, wow. in closets. It was, yeah, the, the good old days of that startup feel. <laughs> and so when you navigated through some of those changes, uh, did you have to uh, get used to like a culture shift? Talk to me about a little bit about that kind of change over time and, and ways to kind of work through that. Give me some examples of that. It, it was, it's definitely been um, over the years, a, a lot of change. And I yeah. think that's something, you know, I, I've seen, I've seen folks come and go. And I, I think, um, you know, I have been here for so long um, because it is a different company every two years. And that's something about that, that I don't know what's wrong with me, but I, I love the challenge of that. Yep. And I, um, I think also there's, you know, new leadership that, that came in, um, you know, over the course that I've been here, I've seen a couple of rounds of leadership. Um, and everyone always comes in with really great ideas and ways to kind of take the company to the next level. So my approach um, through all of these changes, I've really, I really try to take a step back, and I, I never want to be one of those, one of those people that's like, well, we've always done it this way, or this is how it was done in the past. I really want to, you know, be open-minded, um, have that open curiosity, um, and and also healthy debate around things. I think that's important. So when, you know, new new folks come in, it's like, let's talk, you know, let's talk about where you want to take it. I'd love to hear why you want to go that direction. 
Um, and I, you know, I, I think here too, we, there's a culture of this um, fail fast and continue to evolve. And I, I love that. And I, I appreciate, um, you know, the openness of trying new things. And I, I really always want to be looking forward. And, you know, I've been very fortunate that I have been here, but there's a, so much um, new talent and new ideas coming. And it, it's a way for me to feel like I'm, I'm still growing and learning and that that hunger is still there. And I, I just, it's been such a such a great learning, um, you know, process. That is so great because you get the variety and you get all of that because of not only the changes in leadership, but just in general, how much the company's grown. It's really incredible. I know you've worked through a lot of uh, brand reinvention too, right? You've done a lot of brand reinvention. I know with the acquisitions and a lot of that stuff too. We have. And so, as I mentioned, you know, sending, it was the ticketing utility and it was all about just kind of movie tickets. And it's an interesting business because we actually don't really own anything. We don't right. own the studio IP. <laughs> we don't own the studio IP. Uh, we don't even own the tickets. So we're, you know, we're, how do you fit in all of that while creating some brand affinity? Um, but now, you know, the vision has really been creating this full movie life cycle. So from, you know, the first trailer that drops, we've got our Fandango movie clips, which is predominantly on YouTube. Um, so you can you know, get that content there. When the tickets are on sale, you can you know go through Fandango. And then we've got our home, home entertainment, which is Fandango now. So it is kind of creating this world. Um, and from a brand kind of architecture, um, how does all that fit? How do you, you know, how do you create a relationship with the consumer? Um, so it's really about where they are in their life um, and how the movies play into that. So it's, it's really been um, a fascinating kind of way to, uh, look at the business, and then how are we how are we communicating with our consumers? It's uh, such a, a also the technology has changed so much too over the last ten years. Um, so that's been really fun to kind of continue to reinvent um, and make it feel fresh, even though we're you know coming up on twenty years old as a company. Yeah, and I've seen you do that time and time again. I mean, I know when Rotten Tomatoes was a huge thing, you know, sort of organically. I know you guys acquired them and looking at, and then Flickster as it evolved and all of this stuff. Um, you really become the go-to source on movies, just like knowing about movies, access to movies, all of it. Uh, you really do a nice job with that and evolving over time. Must have been amazing to be a part of. Absolutely. And I, you know, I think we're still in the process. You know, when you look at something like a, a brand like Rotten Tomatoes that we recently acquired, um, you know, there's such a fan base there. And that was a brand that I admired before we acquired. And so to have that in the family now, it's, um, it's kind of opening up a whole nother door of how, you know, how can we use this? How can we take that, um, you know, just the passion that the fans have and bring that into the Fandango ecosystem, um, but also letting it kind of thrive on its own? And what does the next phase of that look like? Um, so it's really fun to kind of take these, you know, established brands and kind of look at them um, in a larger picture. And again, kind of really looking through the, the consumer lens on what's important to the user and how can we super surf them. Terrific. And so talk to me a little bit from there. I know you've done a lot of brand reinvention. You've obviously done a lot of acquisitions. You guys have gone through an acquisition. You have a lot of change. So talk to me a little bit about how Fandango approaches social media as a whole. I know you have these different brands. How are you looking at social media and where are you currently today in the social world? All the brands, you know, we're, we're working through that right now because they all have their own kind of social presence um, in their own kind of permutation. And it, we're talking to different audiences. So we really want to kind of, um, you know, bring that together and say, 
you know, this audience is, you know, skewing this a little bit more male or a little bit more female. And what is, what is our content and what are we pushing out to them and how can we um, make that relevant while still weaving in the other brands? Cause that's always, that's always a challenge. You don't want to beat them over the head with the sales message. Right. Um, but you also want to, you know, provide relevant content um, that's fun and engaging. So I think, you know, we're, we're looking at that. Um, we're on all the, all the platforms um, and really trying to experiment. And I think what's been really fun too, is that a lot of our brand partners um, and, you know, our digital social partners, they're really open to experimenting with us and they're coming to us saying, Hey, you know, we've got this new product coming out. Um, you want to be a partner for launch. And it, it really gives us a chance to kind of get in there from the beginning um, and, and tweak how we're pushing things out on social. And we really want to, be a part of everyone's, you know, daily conversation. We want to kind of be that conduit for that love of movies that everyone has. So as opposed to, you know, driving everyone back to um, our website kind of in the back in the day, now it's all about, you know, you're, you're on your, on your phone and you're in iMessage and you want to go see a movie. We can help you write that in there. You don't even need to leave. Um, so it's really kind of being top of mind and, and part of the conversation. It sounds like it's about reaching them where they are too. you know, really keeping up with their technology uses. That's exactly, yeah, that's exactly it. You know, I think um, social given brands a really great opportunity to become very authentic, you know, transparent and that, you know, people can sniff that out if, if you're not being honest. And I think it, it's really, it's nice for brands to kind of have that one-on-one direct relationship with your consumer and, and also the negative too. I think to get that negative feedback right away um, is, is a nice thing to have. You kind of, it's, it's a way to get a read uh, faster than you have in the past. It's interesting that you guys almost with, with Rotten Tomatoes, it's pretty much like you have a social network yourself that you're experiencing from the brand side. Like you are a social network in Rotten Tomatoes, I think. Absolutely. Yes. And, and I think, you know, as, as we continue to evolve that brand, it's really about um, facilitating the conversation. People get very heated, as you should, about yes. good and bad movies. <laughs> yes, it's um, true. The ratings yeah, are tough. They're tough, the ratings. I like th- that you go to Rotten. Like, it, it's not It's not like, um, you know, 50-50, 51, then all of a sudden it's fresh. What Where does it go to be not fresh? It's like 70% or something, right? It's above that. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit, it's challenging. And I think too, then you also get the fans perspective. And I think that's fun for the users to say, okay, the critics say this, the fans say this kind of, where do I fall? And that's where the debate begins. And, and, and we do see a lot of that, um, you know, on social and on the site as well. I think that is one of the properties that people are still coming to, um, you know, directly that they want to, you know, they're, they're feeling very passionate about, um, you know, the review that's either, you know, really negative or really positive and they want to weigh in on that. And I think that's kind of, when we look at that, what's the next evolution? And that's where, that's where we start to get very, you know, creative on how can we, how can we keep that going and make it bigger? Yeah. It's interesting because people beg to have that type of conversation on their site, you know, versus on social media. And you guys actually have that. So it's fascinating. Do you have a particular brand within the Fandango family that you're really proud of on social media? If you had to pick, I guess you don't have to pick a favorite, but one that you think is really doing a great job right now. I think the Fandango Movie Clips brand, um, it, that was an interesting acquisition for us. Um, they were, so Movie Clips was, you know, heavy hitter on YouTube. Um, if any trailer that you're watching probably is coming from movie clips, they also, um, were doing a lot of original content. So taking, um, 
one of my favorite. It was Furious Minions. So it was taking the Minions movie with uh, one of the Furious movies and creating this like super mashup, um, oh, mash-up. really fun, engaging content. Um, and and their and their audience is is so engaged. Um, they love the content, and it's really a place uh, for our our brand to play. Because on Fandango, you know, at the end of the day, we want people to buy a ticket. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to balance that, you know, transaction push with the content. But Movie Clips is really about the fandom. And I think the the social strategy and the things that are being pushed out is just so fun. And it's really bringing people in. And I think, you know, to get them from the YouTube um, kind of network over to social is, is challenging. But the people are there and they're coming and they... They want to engage with it, um, which is hard to do. And so what would you say, looking forward, is the biggest opportunity for Fandango and social? You know, I think it's, it's, it's evolving on interest. You know, personalization, customization, if we can get that, you know, really creating this ecosystem of no matter where you are, um, whatever channel you're using, um, we're right there and we know what you're interested in. We can, again, super serve you with the, the right content, um, things that are interesting. And even as that, you know, takes back to the, um, you know, to the site, we really want to bring you the, the right experience um, that you're interested in. So I think, as you know, the technology continues to expand. Um, and the other thing on social that I find so just fantastic right now is that um, there's this competition that's happening between all of the platforms. Um, and it's creating a really great um, kind of marketplace for, for, for marketers. And that is something that I just, I look forward to the, the new, um, you know, advancements coming out and how, again, we can really start to um, take the content um, and the creative to the next level. Because, you know, it's, it's not about just throwing an ad out there. It's about creating something that's engaging. And it, at the end of the day, it's, you know, building brand loyalty and affinity. I have to tell you, Melinda, I I love what you just said because I love to hear that you know the networks do need to vie for the most compelling offerings for brands that feel the most natural to consumers, and I I think that's a very interesting opportunity and not one that I would have really expected. Just that the the networks need to innovate in order to make creative ad units and creative things and ways for brands to connect with consumers and in competing against each other it makes everyone better that's a really interesting and cool perspective i love that yeah it's 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 been it's i mean i'm on the outside but it's been fun to watch um you know just the just the different um you know pieces that are being pushed out there and yeah that's exactly you know i think the other thing too about social, which is so great is that, you know, the, the communities are really driving what they want to see next. And that's what I, I love about all these platforms because they really are take, listening to that um, and then taking that back and saying, okay, how can we improve on that? Or, um, you know, everyone's kind of drifting or navigating and this is the behavior. Um, so behavior is really driving what, what's coming next. And I think as marketers, um, at least for my own personal um, that's really what it's all about. It's you know taking that natural behavior and and just sliding right into that um, without kind of forcing them to do something else. I love it. So tell me, for you, how is your social media usage? Now, I know that you've watched a fandango evolve over the years. Are you a social media junkie working in brand strategy? or when you get home, are you like, look, I have to look at social media and the strategies behind it all day. I am done. What is your social media usage like personally at home? 
I, I am an addict. I think like a lot of people, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, you know, Facebook for me, um, I have been on there for a long time and I, I it's watching it evolve. has been very interesting and my usage has evolved as well. It's, you know, early on in the days, it was, um, you know, all about, um, just what are your friends are up to and very basic things. Um, and now for me, it's really a source for news. Um, I, that's kind of the direction and I, you know, news and interesting, you know, short form content. That's really the, the platform that I go to. Um, and Instagram is just my personal favorite. Um, I, I love taking pictures and, um, I'm a food junkie. So for me following, um, you know, the different brands and what they're pushing out there and then also being able to, um, kind of create my own, my own world, um, you know, pushing that out, um, through Instagram is, is really fun for me. Um, and then I also, um, I have a small, um, home, home-based baking business. So that's been really fun too. And I think, um, social media, all those platforms give, you know, gives the user an opportunity to create something, um, on a small scale and feel like you're getting a bigger presence. So it's, it's a lot of fun to play with. Yeah. I think social media is like the great equalizer for small businesses as well. It's like, you can do a lot of really interesting things there. Do you do stuff for your home-based business? Do you do things online for it? I do. Yeah. So yeah, you know, Facebook page, I have an Instagram, um, and, you know, starting to get into other channels and, and starting to, you know, produce more video content and things like that. So I think that's where, you know, you can start to experiment and it's low risk, but it has the, you know, the option or the opportunity to become um, high impact. And I think for, for anyone that's creative and likes to kind of um, play in the space, it, it's just such an, a great opportunity. And so where should people follow you? I want you to give us the fan, the best, uh, give us movie, it, it, give us all of it, where we can find all of it. But I'm really interested in movie clips because you love what they're doing on social. And definitely give us your small business on the side too. We should follow you there. Give us all the handles, yeah, everywhere you want us to go. <laughs> yes, well, all the Fandango handles for sure. So Fandango um, proper, so we're, on, we're basically on everything. Um, Flickster, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, definitely follow us. Um, and then Fandango Movie Clips for sure. I think just for your uh, your movie love of the day, we can definitely yes. get you into that world. And then on my own personal, um, you can follow me at Mrs.Melinda. Um, I have lots of LA adventures around the city. And then my, my baking business is called Auntie Minis. Um, I'm on Facebook as well as Instagram. My goodness, that is so exciting. Well, thank you so much, Melinda, for being on the show. You are one fabulous social lady. Thank you so much. You've been listening to All the Social Ladies with Carrie Kerfin, CEO of Likeable Media. You can follow Carrie on Twitter, at Carrie Kerfin. To get current social media insights and great tips, sign up for Carrie's weekly newsletter by emailing newsletter at likeable.com. This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com.